You know, sis, being a God gal or proclaiming to be a Christian, that doesn't make us immune from the tragedies of life. It won't exempt us from experiencing devastation because tragedy and loss, they're a part of life in this fallen world. In fact, I would dare say it makes us more of a target to blatant and intentional acts of the enemy. Because what better way to debunk an onlooker's faith than to take a self-proclaimed God girl, throw her under attack, attempt to destroy her credibility, attempt to interfere with her testimony so that those who are watching will be led to think, hmm, how great is her God? She can't even stand. Huh, I'm here to tell you, sis, you're already equipped. been a few years ago, but I'll never forget. Bad news came and I sat there Christmas day, the very day that a believer celebrates God's greatest gift to mankind. And I was in anguish. I couldn't even think about the miracle of Jesus's birth. I was too devastated. The enemy of my soul whispered lies into my ear and had my thinking so distorted. All I could here, all I could focus on were, I'm crazy if I think I can help anyone else. I, I can't even help myself. Or trying to do this so-called right thing really doesn't help because maybe it is just myths for weak people. Maybe it's just me needing a hero to write in and save the day. And I'll confess I was saying out loud, God, where are you? Eventually, all the doubt, confusion, and fear surrounding the devastating news I had just heard riddled me down a spiral to where all I could think about was, is this world a better place without me in it? I mean, on top of all the other drains in my life, this one was just too much. It it was the final straw. I just didn't want to go on. I could not imagine feeling any different than I did in that moment. I went down the road of recalling every bad, wrong thing I'd ever done. And I deduced that I was being paid back for my sins. I was pretty convinced that this was all my fault. I was hopeless and I began to struggle with my very faith. Desperation. That's all I could taste was desperation. In despair, I cried out, God, God, please just let me know that you're here. And instantly I heard in my mind, but not in the sound of my own voice, I am the author and finisher of your faith, and I am faithful to complete what I start. Oh, girl, my hair stood on end. I had chills. I began to cry again, but this was a different kind of crying. These were tears of gratitude. God is definitely in the miracle business. I mean, with my own eyes, I had witnessed many times previously that he had the power to do instant change, instant transformation, and address problems in a way that I wasn't able to. 
But this time, I realized that the highest and best miracle he can provide us is the strength to endure, the hope to carry on, and the opportunities we need to trust him as we grow through the trials of life, knowing that as we do, he'll infuse us with courage and he'll prompt us to share our experiences with those who come after us so that their faith can be increased too. I mean, what a relief to know that although I play a part in my spiritual maturity, I play an active role in leaning into the word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide me as I apply it to my life and walk it out. The sanctification process is in God's hands. All I have to be is willing. All, all you have to do is press in and trust that he is faithful to complete what he starts. Look, being a God gal, it's not going to make us immune to the problems in life, but it sure makes us equipped to rise above them. Sis, whatever you're walking through, whatever bad news you've received, whatever insurmountable problem sitting in front of you that you just don't know how you're going to get through it, over it, around it, or even endure on this side of it. I promise you, God sees you. He is with you. And he equips us with what we need in the moment we need it. You know, I'm reminded of the Israelites when they were in the desert. And God had instructed them that he would provide their shelter from the scorching sun. He would provide clouds by day. And then he would provide fire by night to lead the way so they could see where they were going. And he would also provide them manna. And the instruction came with manna for the day, but they became fearful and doubtful and they began to gather more manna than they could eat in one day's time. And they began to store it and the manna soured, it rotted, it became dangerous to eat something that would make them sick. How many times are we trying to store up our manna? How many times are we trying to pull the resources from yesterday or reach out and borrow problems from tomorrow and not depending on the grace, the favor, and the full equipment of what is inside us, the Holy Spirit, to lead us and guide us through today? Trust me when I tell you that God in his great mercy provides the grace and the equipping we need to get us through each and every day of our life. We're instructed not to worry about the morrow. The morrow will take care of itself. So today, whatever you're facing, go ahead and praise God and thank him that he's already equipped you with the strength, the grit, the resources, the right influences, the right circumstances to learn and grow and develop what you need in this moment and see you through to the next victory. We get by glory to glory. They're God's glory stories. We're just blessed to be a part of them. Hey, sis, it's going to take a lot of grit and grace.